We are the Love Jays, and you're listening to Married Millennials. A conversation about navigating life, love, and relationships, one student loan payment at a time. I'm Joy. I'm Justin. Let's get to it. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to episode 124 of Married Millennials. I hope all of you guys had an outstanding weekend. We first had to start the top of the show by acknowledging the queen of soul, rest in peace, Miss Aretha Franklin. Yes, rest in power, Miss Aretha. There we go. There yes, we go. Rest in power. I, you know, it's interesting. I had a a, a, a memory, not resurfaced because I've always remembered this, but it just gave me a good laugh this week. Uh, my my brother and I loved respect when we were younger, and still do. But one day I just kept singing it and my dad encouraged me to like kind of put on this performance for my mom and being the performer that I was, I decided to go along with it. And so we practiced all day and I was belting away, R-E-S-P-E-C-T, I mean, really getting into it. And so my mom came home. I don't know where she was that day, but I remember it was nighttime. And I remember like all day was rehearsal. Aaron was back (laughs) up. That's my brother. And, um... So we finished the performance and mom's like, oh, like, you know, good. And then my dad comes in and again, he'd been encouraging us all day and said, so what they're trying to say is they want singing lessons. (laughs) So he just created that whole thing. Yes. But I felt so clowned because I thought I was singing. (laughs) I thought I, because the way he was encouraging us was like, oh, it's so good. False. And, and, you know, you have to do that with kids or they shut down. So, like, I, on one hand, I appreciate it. But then when he said, oh, what they're trying to say is they want seeking lessons, it's like, oh, so it was bad this whole time? And, I mean, I had full confidence, like 100% self-esteem just singing Aretha, thinking I sound like Aretha. Well, now we can we know that those singing lessons never happened. They never because happened. Because Joy's vocals are atro- atrocious, just like I, mine. I, I think that that was like the root of it all because I didn't want lessons after that. Because I was like, oh, so you mean this whole time I wasn't. And then you can't trust your ear. And I was young. But like <laughs> if I thought I was getting it and I wasn't, how was I ever going to know if I was? No. That, so that's I real. just, I stopped that before it started. You know what it takes me back to is, is choir. I think this was sixth <laughs> grade when I, I tried out for the choir. Anyone who knows me, y'all know I like to sing. I've, I've attempted to sing on this podcast. If you join us for Pillow Talk Live on Thursdays, you constantly hear both Joy and I singing. But I remember, I was like, okay, I want to be a part of the choir because I want to be able to sing. Like, I, yep. I enjoy music. I enjoy R&B. Uh-huh. But I just do not have the ability in this lifetime to create great sounds with my vocal cords. Yeah. So I tried out for the choir, and you either got – a when you try it out, you got a green card or a red card, <laughs> and the green card was for the good singers, and the red card was for the not so good singers. But you know, in sixth grade, they don't want to tell you that you can't yeah. sing, so they they gave you one of these cards. And so I remember preparing my mind for the tryout, and the choir teacher would go. So everyone is singing all at once, but then she would go one by one to hear you as you sang, right. and then would hand you a card based on how right. you were singing. <laughs> And I'll never forget, <laughs> so she's handing out the green cards, a few red cards go out, and then she comes to me, she hands me my red card, and I was like, well, 
I guess my time here is done. I may have went to one other rehearsal, and then after that, I had shut it down. That's I was just like, okay. so rude. I, I knew I couldn't sing. But yeah, it was one of those you know. Yeah. Like you were trying for a better result, and it, and it just didn't, it didn't I come. I auditioned for choir, too. And I think this was fifth grade, and I think it said, like, if you either were singing or you had the recorder, and they gave you a recorder. Oh, no. <laughs> do, 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 do. And I think I sang Amazing Grace for my audition, and I don't know. To this day, I don't know all the words. So I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, no, you're humming in your audition. Later, later. But I thought I was harmonizing. I had a resurgence of that, that like, unwarranted singing self-esteem. But before then, I, t- like, I sang with my friends. They were like, okay, Joy, like, okay, yeah, like, you can... Yeah, all bad. Kids just be lying to right? one another. Right, you, you just get played. So my singing, my singing days yeah. were over, but we do know if Aretha was in that that, yeah. that audition, she would have got a gold card. Forget yeah. a green or a red right. one. That, that, that woman can sing. Sing. Well, oh, another, another legend is gone. But you know, for me, I, I don't... I, I'm mourning differently. I know when the news of her passing came down, you know, there were you know several people who were like, oh, I wish she would have pulled through. I wish she would have pulled through. And, you know, my mindset has shifted as here, you know, Aretha was, and she was sick, and she was obviously dying. And to me, to say, like, oh, I wish she pulled through when you knew they weren't in their best health, mm-hmm. to me, is a, is a selfish request. And, you know, I look at it as, you know, it was, it was her time to go. She has made a forever impact on our world, on the music world. The, the, you, you know this. Aretha will, will transcend time. With, with her vocals. And, and so for me, I wasn't necessarily sad that she was passing. It was, okay, job well done. Thank yeah. you for leaving your mark. A, and we celebrate and salute your legacy. Right. And we carry on. I was filled with an immense gratitude that we ever had her in the first Definitely. place. Like that, that's really where I was coming from. And I do, I think like, you know, once you get older and you contributed that much and I want to say people that are that talented, and not everybody, but there's a very common narrative of them dying young. Yes. Right? Like, think of Whitney or Michael or, you know, Prince even. A lot of our our legendary singers don't live as long. So the fact that she lived to be 76, I think, is a gift. The fact that we had all that sass. uh, (laughs) I did not know. I don't know if I was living under a rock. (laughs) I didn't know Aretha was the queen of shade. Gowns, great gowns. I had okay, yeah, all right. I gowns. had no clue. And Twitter, yeah. black Twitter, just wins always yeah. and forever. They had posted this. It was about a six-minute compilation of Aretha throwing shade, and I was like, "Wait, Aretha was a shade thrower?" And this whole she video, wasn't even throwing shade. She just wasn't here for it at all. Like, like, you know, at all, and said exactly what was on her mind. It was just like, no, nah. like someone says, like, oh, what do you think of of Nicki Minaj? I'm not even going to answer that question. Yeah, she said, okay, I'll pass. And I'll pass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was, it was, it's in different interviews. I feel like she I shaded with grace, though. Like, of course, she shaded to the point where you're like, wait. <laughs> That's when you know you're the, uh, the boss. Yeah, when you could come out here and just throw the com- complete. Just darkness with shade, right. and you say it so eloquently that no one even bats an eye. You know but you ever arrived. But she wasn't doing it. You know, I think a lot of people. No, I think a lot of people shade from a place of insecurity or a place of like, 
well, this is where I wounded, so I'm going to wound you back. Like, she wasn't there. She was just, like, telling it well, how you she ha- saw it. Well, when you have Aretha vocals, like, right. you, there's nothing to say. Nothing. I sing better than everybody that you were about to compare me to. Right. So it's not, re- I'm, I'm just I, speaking Yeah, fast. she doesn't have a, a comparable voice. I don't feel like, oh, Aretha sounds like. No, that is no. true. Just like Whitney, just like Mariah. Like, they don't sound, they don't sound like, like anyone, else. anyone else. They just have vocals. That's real. I never thought of it like that. Yeah. So, so when you when you assume that position on the throne, you're allowed to get away with, with certain things. And, mm-hmm. and so Aretha has been clowning and living her best life for, for years. Um, but again, you know, another legend is lost. However, we do have her music to, to, to live Forever. with us for, for the rest of time. Yeah. So for that, I'm gonna go we, respect we celebrate. Yeah. You want me to do the performance of no, respect for I'm, you? I'm okay. All right. That's fair. This weekend, we also got an opportunity to see Crazy Rich Asians. I encourage you all to go watch it because it was amazing. I just thoroughly enjoyed it. You know what my favorite part was, and I can't spoil it. But don't, don't spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it. Okay. But just like that part where I just fell out when she was trying to decline the, an invitation. Oh, there. okay. Got you. Got you. Yes. So you'll know when you see it what part I'm talking about. And I just fell out because I think it's all of us. So just keep that in mind. And we'll talk about it maybe at a later date when everybody's a little more caught up. And just so you guys know, when you see a movie that you know you need to support, go see it opening weekend because those are the numbers that matter the most. Opening weekend gives them the green light to make another one because I think there's three, or sorry, there's two other books that they're- Oh, it's a series. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Is it a fiction? Fiction? Yeah. Book? Man, that is, I just need to write books. All these books didn't turn into movies. But what I enjoyed the most about the film, aside from it being a good film, like this was the first time I had seen a film where you had a full Asian cast. Like yeah. the leads, the supporting actors, yeah, the, the background. extras. Like, anything and everyone, they were... Like, even the extras in New York were Asian, now that I think correct. about it. Like, the, I can't think of an extra that... Except for there's a, in the very the, beginning, the there's music, a scene in London. Like, yeah. everything. And that's, yeah. what, that's what I respected, is that, to me, it was just so cultural. So I felt like I was getting a cultural experience in a Hollywood film, and I had never seen that before. And I was telling Joy, it was like, you know, I know when we go to the movies and we just see black movies, and like, yeah, that's that black shit. And we have a connection to that, and I looked back and I was like, you know, Asians, I don't know if they've ever had an opportunity to go and be like, oh, this is our movie in Hollywood in, in, in this way. And I felt, I, yeah. I, and I it's enjoyed like that day. because I knew what it felt like being a black person going to see black know, films I, I think and being able to celebrate Asia. that. Yeah, I, I, it's, uh, it's very new and amazing and hip and modern and needed. And I think every culture needs it. Like now I'm ready for the Latino version of whatever that yeah, is. It, it's just like, it was, yeah. it was genuinely a, a good film. And I think I've also decided I like romantic comedies. Yeah. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just a fan. I'm, I'm a fan of love stories. And Joy was like, oh, I don't know if you, that's your favorite movie. But I said, Coming to America and Love and Basketball are my two favorite movies. I would, those I, are you two know that I said Love, love and Basketball is I know. Not, you don't like it. But I'm just saying, those are love stories. for a second why Love and Basketball is trash? You've already talked about this. I'm just going to say, well, you know what? For the new people, all right? Okay. Hugh is low-key not great, right? He disrespects Monica to the umpteenth degree. And then at, in the end, she plays for his heart. And then he's like, Oh, okay, because you won this game, I guess. Like, what? It wasn't an I guess. It he, was an listen, I guess. It was the biggest I guess. Oh, he didn't no, deserve her. No. He, he was, was whacked from trifling. the start. He I, hurt her. 
Okay. She had a scar on her face because he yes. was a bitch when he was a kid. Yes. And then he was a bitch when he was an adult. And for some reason, she still wanted him. So what this was was trifling. It, it, it showed the progression of a trifling man to fighting who he loved. And he loved her since he was a child. And he tried to ignore that. He tried to ignore it. And okay. then she came back and said, bro, like, stop playing. Like, you, you know you, we've been, we were supposed to be together since I moved on the block in the sixth grade. Like, you knew this. But you were trying to perpetrate and, and, and date Tyra Banks. Like you, just, you thought you were doing something, so I'm just going to let you know that you weren't doing anything. And he was like, you're right. He never rose up, though. Like, he never did anything on his own to say, like, oh, I have good character. It was all her having to convince him that she was worthy for him, even though, like, oh, okay. she was way better than him from okay. jump. All right. Okay, that's fair. So it's not a good movie. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I do love the soundtrack, though. That oh, soundtrack, soundtrack is fire. It's my joint. Like, yeah. to, like to me, like, and the reason why I love in basketball was is is still one of my favorite movies. Now I'm not going to dive in. Now the story and all that. Now that you say it, everything you said is factual, so I can understand that maybe it's not a, a, a very good movie from that standpoint. But it was like my dream. Like that was that was always what I thought. I was like, so I was, you had yo, bitch ass dreams. No, false, <laughs> false. Come on, yo, really? I didn't say my dream was to be cute. No, so let's let's stop that. I'm talking all about right, the I'll story. Stall, stall out, stall. Yeah, all stall right. all the way out. Oh, the your story, story like I'm having a neighbor. Okay. I'm falling, I, I, go, I go to the NBA. I marry a woman who's a WNBA player. Like we have kids. Like we're just a happy basketball family. Like yeah. that was my dream vision as a child. Dang, you fell all the way from glory from that one. <laughs> yeah, you just don't like, even like not even close. Not even close. Yeah, but as a child, that's what that's I wanted. What you that wanted. story. Yeah, not the oh I'm gonna be like you. Come on, like, really? Like, who thinks oh yeah I'm gonna be a bitch ass growing up? Like nobody dreams of that. You know what's so interesting? I never thought of the type of person I'd marry. I just didn't. I never thought like, oh, the person I marry is going to be like this. I always felt like whoever I married, I'd really love. And that's about it. Damn, that's pretty impressive. I definitely did. Like, <laughs> I, had, I had the athlete dream. Like 100%, nice. no questions asked. My wife was going to be a professional basketball player, a professional volleyball player, some type of professional athlete. And I was going to be a professional athlete. Right. Like that, that was 100% the dream. Well, I'm drinking my protein right now. Is that athletic enough for you? No. I wasn't a professional athlete, so I fell short on my own expectations. So I can't, I can't hold the expectations of my spouse when I didn't even accomplish my own. Right. So it's just like you had to, you had to take the L where you need. It's not even an L. You had to take the, the alternate path to life. That's what I had as, as a child, and then I became an adult. Yeah, I mean, things change. Things change. Visions change. Exactly. And, and I want to say, too, we... You do like romantic comedies, and I love romantic comedies. And I think where we differ is that I'm in love with fantasy. I really, really dig fantasy. And then you like thrillers and... Action movies. I do like action, but I, like, I prefer like superhero action. Yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not big into fantasy. And the reason why I really like the action movies... Like, anytime there's a film... Like a Mission that ha- Impossible. ...that has a badass yeah. male lead character... I just get hype watching it because I know I'm not a badass. So when I see another male doing badass shit, I'm like, yes, because I can't do that. So it just allows, that's my fantasy. It allows me to jump into a fantasy world. And then my literal fantasy is like doing magic. (laughs) Exactly. So we're we're attracted. Guardium Leviosa. So we're attracted (laughs) to what we can't do. So that's all. I, I know I'm not that guy. Like when I watch Jason Satham just kick everyone's ass, and like I don't have that. I think that like, those I, are. Like, I know ass. I'm put in that position. Like I'm, I'm, I'm out. So I do. Or like I, Denzel on Equalizer. Like yo, 
That's just bad ass all the way. I'm not that guy. Yeah. Like, if if I'm in that situation, it's a wrap. Like I'm. So I do like just send your condolences those now. Those kind of movies too, but like you tend to also like these dramatic thrillers that just people die. I I can't <laughs> deal with like just unnecessary death in 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 uh, movies. I just don't leave feeling good about it. Like even Dunkirk was like hard, and it was beautiful. And later, I after I was thinking, about it, I was like, oh my god, that was brilliant. It was really good, but it was just like sad and like traumatizing. I had I dreamt of water that whole night. Like so I just think that I'm sensitive in the way that I have to be mindful of what I watch. So if I'm watching some like thriller that's making my giving me heart palpitations and then, you know, people are dying, I have bad dreams for like 4 days. It's not worth it. Yeah, it's too much. See, I don't I don't have that. I don't, yeah, I don't you have just that sleep issue. well, no matter what. I just like if it's a good movie, I want to watch it. Like if the, if the preview, I'm a preview guy. If the preview catches me, I'm typically gonna watch it. Like I'm just right. I'm, I'm that guy. But see, we like different kind of previews too, because I will literally say like I'll watch a preview and be like, oh, I don't, who's gonna go see that? It doesn't look good. Just will be like, I want to see that movie. <laughs> I'm like what? Yeah, you're just... there's been times we've been in the theater and I have that thought. And Justin goes, that looks good. <laughs> What is that? I like what I like, okay? You like what you and like. And I like what I like. That's I, it. Like when you get hyped over your fantasy magical yeah. 16th world move beyond and pixie dust and all, I, I, that doesn't move me. 16th world move beyond. Look, I, I, that's your world. All right, fine. That, that's, that's your world. But we and, can agree that we both like romantic comedies. Yes. I think that's a phenomenal middle ground. It I'll is, take it. I, yeah, I enjoy rom-coms. Every, every rom-com I've watched that's a good rom-com. I've enjoyed. It's like you can't not help but enjoy it. It's just, Wait, it makes what? you feel you good. Not help. You okay. can't not help but enjoy it. You can't help but enjoy it? I guess. Is that what I'm trying to say? Oh, yeah, I said that, a double negative. Yeah, I can't, said can't not. You can't not not. Like, you can't not enjoy it? You could say that. There you go. There you go. You knew what I was trying to say. I knew what you were trying to say, but my, I just want to make My words are struggling. Yeah. I, I appreciate it. You were passionate. The, you I appreciate the live correction. It, it's yeah. all good. But it's like, you, you feel good after you watch them. You're just like, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's, a, it's a feel-good story. What's wrong with things that make you feel good? Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. And you brought up this point about Crazy Rich Asians, too, about how they depicted the males with, like, these strong bodies and abdominal muscles. Well, and yeah. Well, the, I mean, the, you've heard it all the time is Asian men are not perceived as sexy. Mm -hmm. It is something that is going around society often. And you talk to Asian men, and they will say that same thing. And I noticed in particular in this, in this film is they focused on making – the Asian men attractive they and giving them sex appeal. And I give credit to that because I know that was intentional because yeah. it is something in society of all the polls are saying, oh, who's the least sexy people in society? Like and it's always Asian every men. Every culture has some sexy men. Of like, course. Every single culture. Of course. Yeah. There's good looking people. I mean, the film had good looking people. Yeah. And sexy women, obviously. Yes. I was just like, yes, and yes, yes. Speaking of abs, I, we have an ab bet going oh, on. Because Justin is over here feeling himself, as you guys know, which is good. I want Justin to feel himself. But now he's starting to dog on me, and I'm not feeling that. And it's playful. He's not like, he's not for real. But he says things like, my abs have surpassed your abs. Like, just. And they the, have, the, I was like, let the record have, state. Have, have my abs surpassed your abs? They have. Okay. But. Here's the thing. So in college, I ha I had a six pack. I had a six pack in college. Justin had no pack, a, a flubber pack. Yeah, he had a no pack. And so, and I used to talk about him. 
Not, I mean, playfully sold. I want you guys to understand that this is not body shaming. This is like a for real <laughs> joke that we have. And so, like, his abs are clowning on mine, and I, I'm tired of it. So now I said, give me two months, and I'm going to kick your ass. So that's, I just want you to know that that's what's happening. That's why I'm drinking my protein right now. I didn't wait till after the show was over, because you got to do it soon after your workout. I got up and ran and did abs this morning. I'm, I'm, I'm coming for you. I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm coming. I'm, I'm glad you're coming for me, because this is what happens. I am, I'm real geeked right now. You guys have to understand, I've never had abs show in my life. So I'm in the mirror daily, multiple times before a day. Before the shower, with after my shirt the shower. I have, before bed, he just lifts up his shirt and he goes, babe, look, look, ooh, look. Yeah, every day. Y'all have to understand. I'm happy for you, though, 29 truly. years of struggle <laughs> has now come to an end. You just had 29 years of not specifically doing oh, ab work. Okay, that's fine. It was still 29 years of struggle. And I still got the little bottom, the bottom pooch. And I think that's just because it's for 29 years of struggle. It's going to take like 29 years for it to go away. It's not even a bottom pooch. It's like, it's skin and it's not even, and I don't, Justin has never been big. So it's not even really loose skin. It's fluffy. It's just skin. I don't like it. But you it, know it, how people pinch skin and they go, look at this. Like that's, that's Justin right I'm, now. Well, I'm looking at, I'm looking at everyone who has like the clean super six packs and, yeah. and mine. I got an, I got a nice four pack. But it's just like the bottom part's not there. So that, that's my frustration. But again, 29 years of struggle. So I, I'm, I get to look now. And Joy's in the mirror comparing. And I was just like, no, you're not there. Like, mm-hmm. you're, you're not at a comparative level. And, yeah. and so I've been jabbing at her a few. And then it finally it clicked. For now, months. Yeah, it has been for months. But we're going on vacation in, in November. Yeah. And so that, that's going to be the test. But now that Joy is going gonna, is gonna to up to Annie, now I'm going to have to up to Annie myself. But Justin, you have no chance. I mean, literally no chance. Wow. Yeah, no. I'm going to, I'm going to beat you. <laughs> but it's great. I think the competition's healthy. I think it'll keep us both on track. But, like, there's nothing that you can do. Is that what you're going to say? You're competitive, and I'm competitive, but in this case, I'm going to win. I don't agree. I oh, think oh, that that's on. cute that you don't. Okay, but. so now you so so now we gonna we gonna up this Annie. What's gonna, the Annie? What's the Annie? I, I don't know. We gonna have to figure this out. But we gonna we gonna up this Annie because now if I get out now, no, I can't get my ass kicked like that. I've worked too hard. I've come too far. That's the funny part is because you really have been consistent. You've For been like so all of consistent. 2018. But our body types are different. And the difference is I know what I have to do. And you're learning. I know what to do. And you don't have the, 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 the flat. No, like my stomach about. is flat. I just don't it have is. definition. So. so you're about to come from my life? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Okay, you know what? But we on. I'm gonna have to figure out some new ab workouts. The thing is, I'm gonna have to work really hard, you guys. I'm gonna have to really think about my caloric intake. I'm going to have to make sure that I'm doing a good amount of cardio. I'm gonna have to make sure that I'm doing deliberate ab work. I have to make sure that I'm laying off like awful carbs. Like I have to make sure that I'm not sitting all day. It's gonna take a lot of work. I'm not. This is not going to be easy. Um, I Justin got pizza yesterday. You want some pizza? No, I have to get abs. So. And he ate the pizza. I was grubbing. But here's the difference: is for your body, you technically can get away with it. I cannot. I know. That's what I'm saying. Is that's my advantage. I know what I can and cannot do. I can't do that. Ice cream. That was my last hurrah yesterday. So you're about you're about to really get in the lab. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm fucking you up. (laughs) 
It's happening. I love Sugar laying off. See, like, this is what I love. Like, yeah, I, lo- I love yeah. the competition because as soon as I see Joy's abs kicking in, I'm going to have to make an audible. Like, oh, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. What do I need to change? And y'all know I have a snacking problem. <laughs> like, I have a major, I, a major, I, I, I'm at the point now where I, I think I might say it's an addiction. I have, I have a legitimate snacking addiction. And I what don't know what I to do. I just addicted to oh matcha green tea, y'all. Oh my god! No, gosh. no, no, no. But that, that that that's a phase. Like you were, you had yeah, a, a, is phase. Like a phase. Yeah. I've been snacking my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> you do this? I like I le- le- legitimately do this. And now, like in the writers' room, like the whole office is just snack with snacks and candy. And I do the grocery runs, so I'm out here getting what I want. And I'm like, oh man, this is a problem. I, I legitimately struggle. Every time I go in the kitchen, it's like I, I get the meat sweats. <laughs> like, okay, don't don't open the cabinet. Don't grab a snack. Just come in here. Get what you need to get. Get some water. Leave. Okay, just pretzels and hummus. Okay, we can do that. We can do that. Okay, like it legitimately. All, pretzels aren't good for you. Second of all, have you heard of the apple test? I've told you about this. Yeah, if you eat an apple and you're still hungry after an apple, that means you really are hungry. But if you eat an apple and you don't want it, if you don't eat your apple, then you really weren't hungry. Right. Correct. So just try the apple. I don't test. like. But I apples. don't like apples. <laughs> so like it doesn't work because right, even we'll it, do the soon as soon as I bite into it, I'm like, mm, I don't, I don't want this. Do you like pears? Who buys pears? I don't know. White people. I feel like white people buy pears. <laughs> Who buys? I, <laughs> and like my mom when, when I was When is the last time you had a pear in your refrigerator or in your fruit your fruit basket? I don't know. Who buys pears? Nobody buys pears. It's like kiwis. No one buys kiwis. We like kiwis, I but used who to buys have them? I kiwi when I was younger, too. I know. Too. I liked kiwis and pears, but who buys a pear? That's I'm all just I'm saying. saying maybe you should switch it up. I'm, I'm trying to figure this out because I, I have a snack. I know it's a problem. Like I'm telling you, when you start sweating at the side of snacks, it's a problem. And that's where <laughs> I'm at. So it's like I'm trying to figure that it out. That is an addiction. I'm really trying to figure it out. And I, and I know for a fact, if I, were to able, if I was able to change my snacking habits, my stomach would probably look even better than it does right now. Because it's just all artificial shit. Yeah. And so I got to figure it out. Oh, gosh. But I can't say since, since being vegan, you had to eliminate some of the snacks. So it's like the Cheez-Its and the, the other random things that, that aren't yeah, good for you. Yeah, but you can't just be throwing back Nutter Butters. You've been, <laughs> you've, been, you've been pounding Nutter Butters. Like, it's not even like, oh, I've been like having a couple potato chips. Like, Nutter Smashing Butter. Butters. Smashing Nutter Butters. <laughs> Smashing. <laughs> I can't help it. I don't know what it is. Yeah. But again, I, for my last two days, I, I did well with, with my tangerines. So I'm going to go in today, and I'm going to get my tangerines. Although I got I to gotta stop at the grocery store so I can get a bagel for breakfast. So that's, yeah, I know. I, I just. Zero nutritional value. I know, but. It's fine. You keep eating the bagels. I'm, I'm going to figure it out. I'm, I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. But I do have a problem. So if anyone out there who has a major snacking problem, like, let me know what you have decided. Like, what are like, your healthy snacks that you have learned to navigate? Because I get hungry. And like, especially now being vegan, like, you're hella hungry all the time. You get hungry fast. Yeah. yeah. So I just move in and grab different things. You have like, to be okay. prepared for the hunger. That's why even when I go to work, I bring snacks. Like, but what snacks? Be like my carrot sticks and my apple and banana. Like. Yeah, I'm just not a big fruit guy. Like, I, don't, I, don't, I just like snacking on a banana. Like, to me, that's just but punishment. But you could do, like, celery. <laughs> <laughs> that's just how I like, that's just punishment. You could do, like, celery and pe- peanut butter. What do they do? Like, the ant? It's like the ant. You do celery, peanut butter, and raisins. Oh. You do that a little bit. Yeah. 
Okay. I don't, I don't really I, like I celery. Could, I could do celery and peanut butter. I could, but like multiple days a week, I couldn't do it. Like if I had one day, I could do carrots, carrots and hummus. Does that work? Does that count yeah. as a dish? Okay. I mean, I'm, carrots have sugar, but I like carrots. But it's natural. Like we can't now we can't nitpick, okay? Damn it, carrots have sugar. Well, so do strawberries, oranges, peaches, bananas, pears, kiwis. Hell, I have to get to they, six packs. So. They all got it. I'm gonna figure it out. Just I have two months to get to six packs. That's a that's not a lot of time. No, it's not. But we, we're gonna get right, and we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to take some pictures. We need to take pictures tonight to show the progression from now. But your progression is obviously gonna be better because you ain't really been doing shit. So that's not, that's not a fair I hurt comparison. my shoulder. That's not fair. Before I hurt my shoulder, I had gotten back. No, you did. But I'm just saying, like, where mine is at right now in another two months, like, I don't know how much more. Like, it can dev- improvements can be made. But I'm saying from you yours. You've got to push yourself, babe. All right. So we got to get to the next level. All, all trainers out there who know how to master abs, I, I'm looking for the videos <laughs> and the instructions. something on the low. So, so, I can, so I can get ready to rock because I can't have joy coming from my life. Cannot happen. I, I can't do planks again yet because uh, my shoulder still isn't amazing. Uh, but I did get up to a three and a half minute. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I did do that. The three and a half. Which minute. means I'm back to where I, w- where I was back to where I was. Yeah, no, the three and a half The longest I did was like four minutes and something. Remember we did that competition here? Yeah, yeah and I took the L. My planks are better, but I'm, I'm, not, I'm not at three minutes. It really is a mind over matter thing. You just have to like. Power through. Yeah, you have to. I'm not there, and, and I'm okay that I'm not there. But I can tell you where we are at three years. Celebrating our three-year wedding anniversary this week. This Wednesday will be three years of marriage. And I can confidently say that this three years of marriage has flown. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's been slow, but it's also been fast. I feel like the first – actually, no. Because part of me wants to say the first couple of years were slow, but they weren't. Nah, we, we they just we weren't moved. as enjoyable. But they they Facts. this but this past year I've enjoyed the whole. We time. had a really anniversary good... to anniversary. It's been very pleasant. Yes. Yeah. August twenty second, two thousand seventeen. August twenty second, two thousand eighteen have been really really good. But Solid. I think they were accompanied by a lot of personal growth and yeah. then growth together. Yeah, and I think that's where it, what's been really nice is you hear. You know, couples say the older you get. Granted, we I mean we've been together what eleven years, going on eleven years now. Right. And only being married for three is that you grow apart. Well, I, I, I can confidently say that in our growth, even over the 11 years, that Joy and I grow together. Like, we'll have our individual growth, but we check in with each other. Yeah. And we say, I've learned this really good thing, and it's changed my life, and I want to introduce it to you. Right. And we've done that over the course of our 11 years, and it's really made yeah. a big difference and, allows, uh, and allowed us to continually grow together. Yeah. Oh, but I'm excited that we're moving on into... Moving on into our, our fourth year of, of marriage, it, it's, been, it's been an exciting time. If you follow us, if you're subscribed on, on, on our email list, I, I sent out our monthly newsletter this past week, and I talked about three lessons that we learned in our, our first three years of marriage, and I'll, and I'll share those three, and we can elaborate a little more. But it's like the first message that I shared is that you're not married until you're married. And, yeah. and Joy has, still has so eloquently put it, is that... Nothing's changed, but everything is different. And that relates for us because Joy and I were already living together. When we moved in, we already had joint checking accounts. So we had did a lot of nothing, things. Literally nothing changed no, our, but us our day getting to, married. Yeah, correct. Our day-to-day didn't change. We did get another dog. Yes, we did get another yeah. dog, and that did change some dynamics. Right. <laughs> a lot of dynamics. Right. But, you know, it, it, again, so our day-to-day was, was not was really not altered, Mm-mm. but everything changed. Our emotional magnitude changed. Our, 
our determination and our resilience, our expectations, a lot of those things that you can't see from a day-to-day changed. And, and it's one of those where even if you believe that right now you're in a relationship with someone and you're like, well, we're practically married. No, you're not practically nope. married. You're, you're not, and that's not to diminish no, anything I'm not, either. I'm not, no, this is not being disrespectful. Yeah. But it's like you're, you're practically in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like that's what you practically are. And, and when no, you they get are married, in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You're not practically married. You're in a relationship. Okay, I get, I get you. And when you yeah. move and get married, there, there's, just a, there's a shift. There's an emotional shift. There's a spiritual shift. There is a mental shift that happens. And you will only know that unless you get married. So it's like you can't. But we think that, okay, well, marriage is, you know, having a start in a family, moving in together, sharing money, you know, starting life together. Like, that's what we think marriage is from the outside. And yes, that's a part of marriage. But again, there's a shift that can't be seen it's that not, only happens until you Yeah, it's not really anything that's tangible unless you experience it personally. Correct. You can't really explain it. And, and, and I've heard married couples, freshly married couples say, uh, well, nothing's really changed. And I'm like, okay, I'll wait a couple of years. <laughs> because I felt like that right away. In the very beginning. The I didn't first feel, few months. I, yeah, I was like, oh, okay. You're like, oh, like, this is, I got a ring on my finger. Yeah. And it's really new. I, I really actually felt like this year was our honeymoon year. Interesting. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel like like our first couple years. I felt like we were kind of grumpy about it. Like, oh, okay, we're married. Well, it's just a lot of Not adjustments. Gr- there was a lot, of, it's adjustment. a lot of adjustments, and you know, you and I both have such strong personalities. So there was such a power struggle. Yes. And and I think my power struggle was just stop asking me to relinquish my power, and you just have yours over there. <laughs> like that was my power struggle. I wasn't even trying to tell you what to do. I was just like, stop telling me what to do. Think about it. I yeah. really wasn't. So, like, really, my those first two years were just trying to get you to leave me the hell alone. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it is. It, it is a. It is a power yeah. dynamic, and it and it's trying to find like, okay, where do you force your will? Where do you concede your will? Yeah. Where do you just say like, it is what it is. I'm on this side. You're on that side, and we don't really have a solution. Yeah. So we just live in understanding. And also, where do you allow room for growth? Correct. So one of the things that you've heard us talk about numerous times in the show was. Justin struggled with like the house and cleanliness and blah, blah, blah. And I can confidently say that the house is better. My organizational skills are better. Uh, my need to hoard is more or less gone. I, I tried to throw out a dog bed yesterday. I, I got, uh, when we forgot our first dog, which was now five years ago, we still had his original dog bed and I've been wanting it gone. Like, it's got to go. It's, it was brown. I don't like brown. <laughs> um, and I just couldn't throw it away. I tried and I was like, Ooh, nope. And so I put it in the garage and I told Justin like, hey, so you know, I, I didn't throw that bed away, but I want it thrown away. So I need you to do it. I just don't want to see it. So, and I feel like that's a workaround. It is a workaround. Yeah. And I will gladly walk into the garage, grab it, throw it in the trash, and not think once yeah. about it. Yeah. So, it's, I think that the other lesson that I've learned in marriage, because I didn't get to contribute to the newsletter, uh, is that you have to have patience for change. And it's not that your partner isn't working on things, but you're not going to see things right away because they are a full person it's not like oh i'm gonna correct this behavior you're a dog here's a treat like okay you're you're changed now it's not that like there's a lot of work that has to be done for people to change specific habits like yes first they have to decide to do that but then the change is gradual and um i think patience is necessary 
for that. It's very, very necessary. Most definitely. And that couples with my an additional point I made in the newsletter was talking about not sweating the small stuff. Mm-hmm. I was such a stickler on all the small things that were not right in my household. So I couldn't even acknowledge all the things that were right because I just had a negative viewpoint on everything. Mm-hmm. And I had to learn, and really where it started was with, was with meditating, is that it really allowed me, the, the power of meditation is that it forces you to be present and to let your thoughts go. And, and just being in a present state of mind and a consciously aware of your being and connecting to a higher, your higher self. And there's so much peace in that entire practice. And if you meditate, you understand what I'm saying. If you don't, you're like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> but it, it just creates peace as I look at this statement on our, on our entertainment life. stand that says create life, is that it really created peace. And when I was able to create a peace inwardly, I was able to project outwardly a peace. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I was not approaching like for looking at my house in a negative viewpoint. And so now, like when I tell y'all, I went from being anal about everything to not giving a shit about just about everything in our household to the point where like, I don't do anything anymore. Right. Like Joy's doing more than I was doing. Which is crazy. Which is beyond crazy. Well, the, this is the truth though. I've always done chores. You have. I have always done chores. You've never done chores. You would just tidy up as you go. And I will say that now that you don't do anything, I've noticed like, oh, okay, that did make a difference. It, it makes, it does make, it does it, make it makes a difference. It, and that's really, like, you don't yeah. clean. And I was like, well, if you just, if you pick up and organize it's as not, you go. It's not a substitute. Both, not both, say- both I think are, are, are valuable. Correct. But it's like, if you just, if you, Pick in place as you yeah. go. A mess. It doesn't compile because yeah. you're, you're suppressing. You're suppressing that that from happening. Uh, but again, I, I have I've definitely have changed and have let go of a, a lot of things. And now I just yeah, I've been picking up behind you. And the thing is, it uh, there was. I'm not even going to tell you what it is because I don't care that deeply about it. But I did for a second. I was like, why does he keep leaving this thing over here? It doesn't go there. What was it? Just tell me what it is. No. Because it's not, it's not important, and I don't want you to even think about no, it. I, I, because I want to know if it was a conscious thing that I've done. Most things I do are conscious, though. You kept pe- putting your lotion on my dresser? Yes. And, like, leaving it and there. Le- and now that I would forget to do. I would put it there to lotion. Right. So now what if you noticed is I stopped trying to lotion over there, and I lotion more to my side because then I can see it. Yeah. Because I don't get ready on your side of the room. But I, I can tell you there's probably a smooth 12 times, and I'm not exaggerating, that you've left that bottle there. And had that been me... I would have been like scolded by the third. Like, could you not leave this over here? Yeah. Because it really, this is my side. Like, you would, you would have. Facts. And so I had this moment where I was like, why does it keep doing this? And I said, how much time or energy does it take for me to take this ocean bottle and just put it over here? Then my brain went, but it would just be easier for him to do it. Yep. So you, <laughs> you knew what I was, so you had a yes. moment of what I lived. But then I said, but it's unnecessary to put that stress on him when Pick it is battle. so easy for me to just grab this bottle and put it over. So I never said anything about it, but it was driving, driving you nuts. crazy. But then I was like, why does this matter? And then I was like, it doesn't. And, and then I was done. But I was able to walk myself through the process just by having to walk you through the process yes. for all those years. But it's interesting to feel similar things to, uh, to what you felt because you just don't, you don't care as much. No, I have, I have legitimately. But isn't it better? It is. 
It is definitely bare. And I, I can confidently say, I went. I just went from super anal to now I'm just like emoji shrug. I told y'all yeah. that's my emoji. Right. And it, it, it just brings a different level of peace. And then you understand is, you know, I was clogging my brain up with unnecessary. Like with yeah. so much unnecessary emotion, feelings. Like we are, we are the source of our feelings. Right. Like yes, somebody can do something that can trigger a response within us. But ultimately, we are responsible for our feelings. You choose them. You do. And I was choosing this negative lens and getting so upset about every little thing. And now I just I refuse to experience that anymore. So I can't even acknowledge it. Like I'll see it, but I'm like, I'm going to make the decision that this doesn't bother me. And it goes from there. The kitchen is still the one thing that, that gets me a little bit when it's super, super bad. Yeah. Like, if we can't use the counter space. It gets to me, too. It's like, okay, we're being ridiculous. But see, by the time it gets to that point, we both don't want to do it. And Justin tried to play me because I was like, I'm not doing the dishes because they stacked up. And he was like, I did them the last two times. And then I had a moment like, oh, man, Joy, maybe you haven't been participating in pulling your weight. But then I was like, no, wait a minute. And I recalled that I did them the last time. And I told him exactly the day and the situation. Yeah. He was like, damn it. And I was like, damn. So I had to just go in and, and, and wash the dishes. And, yeah. and, and it wasn't even that many. You know, when you have big dishes and they, yeah, and it appears that, it you, that you've used weights more than you have. So that's really what it was. Um, but, you know, that's still the one and thing. And then he said, well, that's why I instated the rule that you wash as, uh, wash as soon as you use it. I was like, yeah, I did that for two days. <laughs> or I think I did for like four. And then uh, and I said, so the rule that you don't even really use you yeah, don't. I don't. You don't use the rule. Well, it's pointless. I tried. I, I tried to set a rule, but that's to show you where I'm at. I'm like, I, I'm just, I'm not concerning myself with things that are not necessary to be harped on. No. And that's just one of it. And it's made a huge difference. And you know me. And if you listen to the progression of this show, you know for sure like how that this has made me feel. So this is a, a really big deal. Hashtag growth. Yeah, ha- major growth. And what's big the, growth. What's the third and then And the last one, which is the, the big stickler for a lot of people, is my money is your money. If I win, you win. If you win, I win. If I win, we win. If you win, we win. Like That's the, the biggest thing for, for me is, and I, I talk to couples a lot, and finances is such a big sticking point for a lot of people. And I am so fortunate that in the beginning, Joy was willing to join the train yeah. and allow our money to be combined. Reluctantly so. I, I wasn't, you were reluctant well, in the beginning. I wanted to do it, but I was scared. I really was because I felt like... It feels like giving away your power, but really, now that I'm on the other side of it, I realize that all I was doing is becoming more powerful, but I was scared to do it. Definitely. But now I understand, like, because our, our money is so much better combined. You have, I mean, you have, when there's more together, you have greater flexibility, you have greater power. If you've taken my credit card course, you know how I use credit cards in a way that allows us to flex and flip cash and stretch things in a, in a much easier way. And I don't have to pay a dollar of interest. And if you want to know how to do those tricks, I have a course on the website. Yep. Goodbye, goodbye, debit, hello, credit. It will completely change your life. Yeah. But you know, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm really letting you know it. It just allows your, your, your cash to, to go further and knowing how to, how to hop between the, the, the times. You know, but for, for me, it's, it's just allowed us to do way more. And there's no counting dollars. Well, I'm contributing this and, and you're contributing that, so you only get this much of the pie or I only get that yeah. much of the pie. Like our, our biggest thing is everything is budgeted. We have line items in the budget and, I, and if Joy wants to buy something and it's in the budget, you spend it. 
I, there's nothing to talk about. If, it's, if, the, if, there, if there's available cash in the budget, you buy it. Now, if I want to go do something and I check the budget and the budget's gone, well, it's wrapped. I don't, I don't get a chance to take advantage of that budget item. Now, if your partner is taking advantage and going over that one line item that's supposed to be shared for 12 consecutive months, okay, well, maybe we need to have a conversation. Yeah. You say, hey, I would like, you know, this is a shared line item. Right. I would like to, to indulge in it next month. Can you not? You really do have to respect one another, too. Like, sure. it, like it requires respect. Uh, and I know that Justin feels like I'm constantly disrespecting the budget. I'm not. I just told you I refuse to starve. Like that's just, that's my thing. I I refuse to like skip lunch. Justin will go hungry. I'm not doing that. I will. I, I'm just not unless it's like necessary. But for the sake of a budget where I know we have other things that we're contributing to, I don't feel the need to be hungry. Also, my body just stores fat when I do, and that <laughs> is in direct contrast for what I want for my life. For sure. And we we have talked at this at nauseam when it comes to the food budget yeah my thing with joy is i always said just check like i'm not telling you to be and i don't i have not brought it up in months to eat no nope. you need to eat eat your stuff but if you're spending out all the money and then you're gonna go out and and shoot over the budget on different line items that's where it becomes a problem right and that's where i've consistently told joy but i also told her like the freedom is that joy doesn't even check her accounts joy couldn't tell you what what the bank accounts are? You guys, I what her to credit card my bill account and I are, couldn't nothing. remember the password. Like you know that that commercial, like password, and then like he has a freak out and then has face recognition. Except for I don't have face recognition, and I had to call Justin. Like, what is my password? She, she don't even know that. She yeah. doesn't know the password to her own banking accounts, her own banking information. And I, I said, no the, I, I do now, I do now, but I really did. I had a moment. I was like, what, what is that? She has no clue. Doesn't know when bills come out. To be Does, fair, not, nothing. I wasn't checking them before. <laughs> I no, you weren't. <laughs> I manage. I manage all of yeah. the bills. I manage all of the money. And I really do appreciate it. And I make sure that I tell you that I appreciate and, it. And I'm just, and I told you, I was like, you know how nice it is that you just you don't even have to think about money. Like you have no clue. If we were in a bind and really struggling, you would have no clue. You would tell me. But I, I know, but I'm saying if I, I really didn't, do, you I, would have I no would clue. need to make. I need to do better with that because I don't. I don't really like that. I'm not. In, I am in the loop because you do tell me, but I shouldn't rely on you telling me. And I do know that. And you have access to everything, so it's not like I'm just controlling things, right? And Joy's unaware. She has access to everything. everything. I have all the passwords. I all have the all the passwords. All the spreadsheets. I have that the spreadsheets. Has the breakdown of everything. Yeah. There's I, no. I don't. I don't have any financial. I don't secrets. even feel like it's irresponsible on my oh, part it is. but i but it is irresponsible it it's not irresponsible because you're responsible but it's irresponsible that i should still be, know where your money's at i i should you should like well, I even agree. even if i'm managing it like you know there you but hear, i think because i know that i have the option like if i if you were like oh you don't have the password or something then i would have an issue oh definitely. but because i know that i can see it at any time i just don't even i don't do it yeah, so but I do think that I should. You should. I, so I should. you should be more aware. And, and, if, and, and you guys but see, are, you saying like you should be aware just makes me have complete faith in you. I'm like, oh, okay, he's not hiding it. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not hiding it. But again, yeah. you should still know, I know, where, I know. Your, where your money's at. And I'm for gonna, couples out there out. who are, are still fighting with this and you have like, well, this is my money. This is my account. I don't want my wife or my partner spending my money. I, I can just tell you what you're doing is you're creating a power struggle and you're letting your egos get in the, in, in the way of you. There's money that, that Joy spends. I don't know. It could be her money. It could be my money. But because we're not having that conversation, it's just our money. Yeah. So and vice you're, versa. You're spending our money. And that's where it comes in. It's like, okay, what you're spending is not a my money thing, but when we want to travel, our money's spent. 
And that's the same thing I go to Joy. She's like, well, I want to do this. I was like, well, if we want to do this, you're spending our money on other things. So we can't do this. Yeah. And instead of it being, well, I don't like that you're spending my money on stuff that I can't use. Right. Like, we, nah. it, 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 we created a life together. Yeah. Like this is the part when, when, when you're working together, you're providing for your family. Joy is my family. She's going to work and she's providing for our family. I'm her family. So we're not sitting out here and saying, well, every dollar I earn must be going to me. That's it's ridiculous. If that's the case, be single for the rest of your life. Yeah, it, it, it just does not make sense. And, and those three nuggets are, are the main lessons that we have have learned throughout the course of our three year marriage. Yeah. Clearly, we have lots and lots, lots of more, lessons yeah. that we've learned in marriage as well. <laughs> hence as why just we have this show. Our eleven years in relationship, and hence why we created the course, the fifteen must have conversations before yes. saying I do. You know, it, yes, it just plug. It really makes a a big difference, and in, in continuing to have those healthy. You know, conversations and again we are always here to be a resource to help those of you who may be struggling with some of these decisions or conversations or actions we have made ourselves publicly available we have put our marriage out there for you guys to see and for us to share the things that we've struggled with things that other couples struggle with and how to come up with active solutions we are solution oriented we thank you guys again so much for tuning in to another episode of Married Millennials. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcast and Spotify. And if you're loving what you're hearing, please leave us a review and share it with your friends. And as always, let's keep the conversation going online. You can head over to our website, lovejays.com, and you will see all of our social media icons right there at the top of the page. Thanks again, and we'll see you next Tuesday.